What are the best ways to use ready-made church graphics? We'll talk about it today. Hey, ministry leader, in this podcast, we're talking directly to those who are looking for creative ways to visually communicate the gospel through graphics and video. You might be a senior pastor, a communications director, a kids or student pastor, or you might be a creative or media volunteer at your church. If you are a decision maker when it comes to the creative needs of your church, this podcast is just for you. Today we are talking about how to use ready-made church graphics. I'm talking about announcement graphics, sermon series graphics, social media graphics. How do we choose, download, edit, and implement these types of graphics for your worship services, your website, your social media, and more? That's all coming up right after this. Hey pastors, I know that budgets are tight right now, which is why the Easter early order sale at Outreach.com can really help. Right now, you can get the lowest prices ever on new Easter banners for your church. Update the inside of your building with a 2x6 indoor banner and stand for just $59. Or promote your services outside with a custom 3x8 outdoor banner for just $48.30. But you have to act fast. This offer ends February 2nd, so visit Outreach.com today. Special treat for you guys this week as I welcome members of our Church Visuals design team, our lead designer, Angie Lomas, and then two other designers from our team, Jason Merrick and Rodney Truitt. They will introduce themselves as well, but I wanted to have members of our team on to share with you some tips about how to use ready-made graphics in your context at your church. What's available to you, what to be looking for, what's included with our graphics and, and other companies' graphics, how to edit graphics for your church, for your ministry, easy ways to do that, and more. So here's my conversation with members of our church visuals design team. Hey guys, welcome. Thanks so much for hanging out. We have our church visuals design team hanging out with us on this episode. Uh, members of our design team here. Uh, Angie, why don't we start with you? Let's kind of go around the horn a little bit, introduce you guys, uh, maybe introduce yourself. Tell us uh, where you live and just kind of how you serve the team. Yeah, my name is Angie Lomas. Uh, I live in Kansas City, Missouri, and I am a designer for Church of Israel's and I I love what I get to do. So one thing I want to mention uh, with you, Angie, before we kind of swing over to Jason, is um, you helped us design our our, our new brand, uh, the Church Visuals uh, logo and icon. Do you want to just kind of mention that at, at all? I know we're we're several months into this now. By the time this uh, this episode airs, but you want to kind of walk through that at all? Yeah, it was an exciting brand. Uh, to try to transition us from 1230 media into church visuals and lots of different elements to go into, um, you know, how to, how to encapsulate what we do as video and design and training. Um, and so we, we kind of pulled in three different colors to kind of uh, 
give us those three different ready-made and then custom. And then we have a whole training wing. Um, and then having our, our triangle kind of a play button uh, resembled there in the middle is, is kind of, kind of the core of what we do. And, and also just pushing us forward, you know, that, that, that forward angle of, we just want to continue to make church visuals better because they matter. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right, Jason, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. My name is Jason Merrick. I am a graphic designer with Church Visuals. Uh, I live in the greater Cleveland metro area, which means it's already spring here. And uh, yeah, I just, I've been with Church Visuals for fairly, probably the newest ones on the team, but have been loving it so far. Thanks, man. Rodney, what about you, man? Well, my name is Rodney Truitt Jr. I am on the design team here at Church Visuals. I primarily work on ready-made graphics. We'll talk about that later. Um, and yeah, I currently live in Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, baby. That's right. So, so Rodney, you go back and forth. So, Ro- Rodney is what we refer to you as. You you do have uh, the junior in your name. That you know, if if you're close enough to you, you get to call you junior. <laughs> I don't know if we're in the inner circle yet, but um, I would say that if if you called me that, I wouldn't have any problems with it. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, all three of you guys are amazing. Uh, you do great work for for our team and and just helping ministry leaders uh, move forward. Um, obviously, uh, we're going to talk about how the your visuals matter uh, in, when it comes to ministry design and video. Uh, but this episode, we're really going to tackle uh, graphic design um, and, and that. So let's kind of dive in, Rodney. Let's get started with you, man. So let's kind of define some terms here. So. What are we referring to when we say ready-made graphics? When we're talking about ready-made, we're talking about graphics that are literally, quite literally, that ready for you to use at any point. So as soon as you buy the graphics, download them, they are ready for you to use them how you'd like. Yeah, yeah. So pre-done, um, we include um, some uh, some blank stuff and some pre-done text. Um, a- Angie, you want to kind of get into that? So let's talk about maybe some different types of ready-made graphics on our church visual site um, that folks can download and use primarily. Um, you know, we kind of have two main uh, product types that really focus on graphics uh, and the other uh, kind of lean more to video. You want to talk about those for a second? Yeah, sure. Um, so we have like ministry graphics. So that includes um, sermon series, also like announcements, um, upcoming like holidays. Um, and then we also have like a social media component. And a lot of times those are combined or you can buy them separate. Um, so we have a lot of different, a lot of different options for you to buy depending on what your needs are at your church. So dive into ministry graphics first for me. So these are more like mm-hmm. sermon series templates, their announcement and event, event graphics. Maybe give me some examples of those. And maybe kind of walk through what comes in. If I were to purchase a title uh, set or a ministry graphics set, what all comes mm-hmm. in that package for a church? Sure. Um, so one thing that's fresh on my mind is um, the holidays that we have coming up. So Christmas and Easter are obviously big components, but we also have, you know, daylight savings and um, Thanksgiving banquet and and Valentine's banquet. Um, really all of the things that you can think of, 
we we at least have probably one or two of them on there. Um, and some of them we have like dozens and dozens of them. Yeah. Um, so what comes in that pack is first off, you get the original Photoshop file, which that alone I feel like is worth the money because um, as someone who used to work in a, a church, like if I can get that native file, you know, you might love the graphic and, and you might think, well, I don't want the title to be called that. I don't want my sermon series to be called something else. You can change it. And that is, alone is awesome. Um, we also have some still graphics that have the pre-made um, title that we've come up with and then some alternative titles. But then we have a blank that you can use for sermon notes. You can use for reminders, all that have that same theme. We also have um, lower thirds. So you can include that in your in your sermon and so that the entire uh, service has those series graphics, basically packaging your entire service. Yeah. R Rodney, do you want to speak to that some, maybe some sermon series uh, graphics that you've worked on? or some of your favorite kind of ministry graphics projects? Yeah, so one of my favorites to date is In Christ. It, it was a very unique concept, kind of like a, like a stucco type of uh, texture that I use for that. And it, it really spoke to me, uh, which is why I created, the, created it the way that I did. Um, another one that I really liked that I worked on was the, the Book of Acts, Church on Fire. That was one of my favorites. It used a lot of color, a lot of text, um, a lot of inverting of that color to make special color combinations and, and textures in that. So, yeah, some of my favorites. So, Rodney and Angie both, maybe walk through how you guys produce these in a way that ministry leaders can use them. Angie, you, you kind of hit on this somewhere. I can edit it for my context, but is there, is there anything that you're thinking while you're designing both of you that, um, you know, Oh, I think a ministry leader can really use this or maybe a biblical element that you're going to put in there. What, what's kind of going through your mind as it relates to ministry leaders using these. Angie, you want to go first? Yeah. So, <laughs> So depending on the series or the graphic, I should say, um, I like to take a, a few different approaches. Um, sometimes I like to be more cutting edge, but there's also times that I feel like it lends itself to being a little bit more traditional of a style. And I think that's one of the things that I love about church visuals is that you're not just pigeonholed into like the brand new fonts and the brand new grungy styles, which I love. Um, but there's so many different varieties of churches that we try to keep that in mind when we're designing that, that you can have the brand new trendy stuff. You can have something that fits your, your audience a little better. If that's a little bit more toned down or classy or traditional, we have that as well. And so I, that's the first thing that I think about. And then I also, um, for the most part, we try to, we try to really package our files with layers that it makes sense for you to, if you do want to go in and, and tweak something, you're not having to like hunt through everything to figure out where's that one subtitle layer for a Photoshop file. So those are a couple of things that we try to think of on the forefront when we're designing. Yeah. So to piggyback off of Angie, our, our process is with every project is to create two comps. And those two comps are could be 
along the lines of the same style or com- totally different styles. So we have everything in mind when it comes to uh, the ministries of the church and how it should be uh, designed for. So for me, I like to really get into the text. I'm, I'm a licensed minister myself, so I love the word of God. So whenever I'm, I'm presented with a project that directly correlates with the word of God, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, how is the original interpretation of this text and how can I best uh, set it forth in a creative standpoint. So that's that's how I think. Jason, anything you want to add to that? No, I, I agree. Like you know, we we design visuals for the church, and so we're coming at it from how does this communicate the gospel? How does this communicate to to people in your church the message of Jesus? And and so everything we do is is centered around that. Yeah. All right, Angie, get us into, so we kind of talked about ministry graphics, kind of get us into social media graphics. So we mm-hmm. have thousands and thousands, I think we, we just did an inventory and there was something in the neighborhood of like fifteen to 20,000 individual assets just in the social media product type category <laughs> on the site. Um, so an enormous amount of, of assets available to you in all kinds of uh, different ways, whether that is, um, you know, taking your, your sermon series and putting it in a social graphics uh, sizes or just, uh, you know, interactive pieces or scripture, all kinds of stuff. So, Angie, kind of walk us through uh, maybe just kind of the same way. What all you get in a social uh, media sure. graphic set? Sure. <clears throat> well, before I, I do that, I just want to say like a lot of times you know, we're designing stuff for when you're you're coming into a church service. But a lot of times before someone even mm. enters a church, your audience, you know, you need to go to where your audience is. And that's I'm, I don't have a stat. I bet Carl probably does. But the amount of people that are on social media, like that's where our audience in our mission field is sometimes. And so going to where people are before they even decide to step foot into a church um, is a huge deal. And so we want to resource churches with graphics so that, you know, you can catch, catch people's attention that, um, and so in the packs that we have, we have obviously the, the original Photoshop files, which again is worth your money right there. And then, um, we also have Instagram story, you know, the horizontal or the vertical, and then we have the squares for social media posts. And then we're also adding like Facebook banners and, um, web, like web banner, uh, yeah, and like headers. headers. And, and so, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we're starting to add those as well. So you can kind of incorporate the theme of what you're talking about in your social media posts and pages. And so, yeah, we've got, we've got every size that you need for the standard, most popular platforms that are out there. So, Jason, let's kind of get into some practical uh, practical stuff here. So if, if people um, purchase from our site, either a la carte or they're, they've subscribed and uh, they can download it straight to their computer, it's going to I want to kind of walk through that process one by one, especially for maybe ministry leaders who are, are uh, not as tech savvy or like we serve a lot of kids and student pastors as well that are like, I don't know quite how to uh, plug it in and edit stuff from myself, things like that. So let's kind of walk through some step-by-step. So if you want to, you can share your screen, uh, Jason, and 
hopefully this will record here and we can kind of see what you're doing. But the the folder that will come down uh, to your computer when you download um, a, a graphic set from us is um, a, a zip file and you're going to open that up. Um, so Jason, why don't you kind of take it from there and kind of walk through what's in each and kind of w- walk through that process. Yeah, I've got the zip file here that you, I think even the newer graphics are, are offering more assets as well. But basically, you just open up the Photoshop file. Like Angie said, we give you the Photoshop file so that you can go in and edit anything about this. So, for instance, I had this is our Baptism Sunday service slide. Uh, your church might say, you know, hey, we don't call it, we have it called a baptism service or baptism celebration. And so you could easily just take this and, and double click this text right here and change this to service. And just like that, you've got a brand new slider. Let's say you call it baptism uh, celebration. If I could spell here, you go. And, and just like that, hang on here. And just like that, you've got a brand new, and I could easily come in here and resize this as well and make this 120 and hit enter. And just like that, you've got a brand new slide that you can custom to your church service any way, any way that you want to do. And so that, like Angie said, having the Photoshop file makes it a great way to come in here and to, to change this to whatever you need to fit your church service. And you might be thinking stuff like, Hey, that's great. I don't have a description of Photoshop. No problem there. Uh, Canva is a great tool for that as well. It's a free tool. You can get online with this or just signing up. And the great thing about Canva now is you can even take the graphics that you get from church visuals and edit the, the Photoshop file in that. And so what you would do is I'm, I'm logged in right now and you just come here and click on a presentation slide because 16 by 9 is, is what all the, the title graphics are. And what you would do is once you do that, I'm going to say here my computer's loading, you would just go to uploads and I would take uh, that Photoshop file that I have, this title slide right here, and I would just drag it into Canva like just like this. Now, I'm not going to do that right now because it does take a couple minutes once you drag it in there. But once you do, you can just go to projects and you can see I've already got it loaded up right here. And you can easily come in here and do the same thing you would do with Photoshop and just change anything that you want to do. And so even even without Photoshop, you're able to make changes to the graphics that we have, whether it be the Sunday morning slides, the social media slides, the web banners, anything you get a Photoshop file for all those. And so even without Photoshop, you're able to make those changes any way that you see fit for your ministry. Yeah. And we're trying to, like you saw in the file folder, we're trying to give you as many options, both in the title graphics and the social uh, set as possible. So blank slides, alternative, uh, you know, pre-done graphics. Uh, We're even including motion, you know, video elements there on both of those, both the, uh, you know, with motion backgrounds or with in your, in the series media stuff or with the social media pack. So there's a lot of options uh, here for you um, to, to take it, make it your own. Um, Rodney, as it relates to Canva, um, what are some pros and cons of using Canva? Um, should I be using Canva for, for taking ready-made stuff in and edit it? What, what are some pros and cons of, of using Canva? So I really think that question is a yes and no. Yeah, definitely a yes and no. Yes, because it opens up the door for anybody to 
edit graphics to be quote unquote a designer, but no, because if you start to edit it and customize it, you can kind of get away from the original intent of the graphic in the first place. So I, I really believe that it just depends on your your need at the moment. But for the most part, for churches that don't have a marketing budget, they can't hire a designer. I think Canva is is a great tool for them to get started. It's easy to learn. It has a bunch of uh, different elements and fonts that kind of tailor themselves to what we do. So I think it's a great tool for for those people. But for people who just need something really, really quick. They don't really have the time to edit it. I think just going with our pre-made template would be would be good. Already made graphics. I think you bring up a good point. And uh, maybe, Angie, you can speak to this. Do, would you suggest Canva as more of an editing tool and less of a designer tool? Or how would you know, would you suggest me as a kid's pastor become a designer using Canva or what, what's kind of your stance on that? I would personally use Canva to be more of an editing tool. They they do have some templates and, and some of them are fine, but, you know, you really have to sift through to find quality graphics. And, you know, you hop in there and you start tweaking fonts and colors and and you can easily do that. And sometimes, sometimes that's what you need. But um, to make sure that you really do have a style that's already pre-thought. Um, it's really a great tool for this kind of thing where you're partnering with like a church visuals and, and pairing that with uh, um, Canva. If you don't have Photoshop and you don't have the Photoshop, you know, skill and you don't have time to learn that. I, I think it's a perfect pairing in that kind of circumstance. Yeah. I, I know that this is, um, you know, a little self-serving here, but but I do think that there and we can we can get into this a little more in a few minutes. But um, your your visuals really do matter when it comes to communicating the gospel. So I'd love for you guys to maybe speak to this in that, you know, a kid's pastor, a student pastor, a ministry leader. I would, if they're not a graphic designer, I would encourage them to do what God's called them to do in pastoring their people and either hire an in-house designer or use a company like us, either for ready-made or custom to come in and help you supplement by using professional designers. All three of you guys are, are professional graphic designers and video. Uh, we have a, a team of video producers as well. Um, so that's what I would encourage is to be in a spot at your church where you're doing what you do well and spending time with your people. That's something that only you can do at your church. We can't be where your people are. So if you can spend your time uh, pastoring your people and outsourcing, uh, you know, not, not spending your time learning how Photoshop works and all the ins and outs of, of Photoshop. Uh, Jason, you want to speak to that? Do you agree with that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we often say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but we do. You know, we, we live in a visual world. I read the other day that impressions are made within seven seconds, which means for pastors, people are making an impression of your church in seven seconds, whether that's your social media feeds, your website, entering your church doors, they're making an impression within seven seconds. And that is why visuals matter. And that is why it's such an important role 
that, like you were saying, only you can, only pastors can pastor them. Whereas we can create the visuals for you so that you can focus on the things that only you can do. So well, I'll also, I'll also hop in here um, as someone who was kind of a one man band uh, at a church for 13 years as the only designer, um, you know, I knew that design mattered, but there were so many requests that were coming my way that sometimes I really only did have 10 minutes to get an announcement slide that someone said on Thursday afternoon, Hey, we're going to announce, we're going to have this cookie social after church, you know? And I'm like, you almost put your hands are like tied. Cause you're like, I want to do a great job, have a great visual, but I have 10 minutes to crank this out. Um, before the end of the week or before I have to get to a, a bigger project. And so that's another another way that Church Visuals is an awesome company to partner with just because you know that visuals matter as a designer in a church, but sometimes you just don't have the time. And so to tap into the, the ability of other professional designers um, that get the heart of the church just like you do um, is a great way to just, you know, purchase a purchase a quick cookie social, you know, or, you know, it might say something different, but then you have the Photoshop file and then you can say cookie social or whatever your event is. Um, I think is another great way. Um, if you're not a pastor, but you are a one man band or just a, a creative staff on a church, but you just don't have the time and the bandwidth. Yeah. I think you bring up a, a good point. A good point, Angie. And especially the fact that like, we're all ministry people. And I, I hope that folks hear that. Like we, we are all about helping folks visually communicate the gospel. We we've all been in the church setting where we're under the gun or it's last minute, or even when we're, even if it's planned out, we still want it to be great because communicating the gospel matters and we want to give our best to it. And we want to uh, engage people well. So in this idea of your visuals matter, and this could get a little interesting, but <clears throat> I want to ask the question, if your visuals really do matter and high quality graphics and video really do matter, Angie, how do we measure that? Like, is there a, um, and this is kind of subjective, you know, is that, is that graphic good or bad? I might like it, you might not. Um, so it's kind of subjective, but are, are there any maybe standards or anything that we can kind of point to, to say, if you are increasing the quality of your visuals, here's some things that you probably need to be thinking about. Yeah, well, I'm going to relate it to, um, cooking. So I'm not the best cook. I can make meal for my family. It's fine. Um, but if I were to go to a restaurant where it's an incredible chef, you can tell a difference. And so um, I would say tapping into a team that has the, the training, the skill set, the eye. Um, yes, those are all subjective, but when you, when you compare them, you can tell, I mean, it's just like cooking, like, okay, yeah, this, whatever it is, you know, this lasagna is fine. It's, it's edible. It's good. But then I go to an Italian restaurant. It's incredible. They know how to pair the spices. They know how to pair, you know, the cheese with the sauce. It It's the same thing. Like our team knows color palettes that 
it's not just the primary colors. Like we just have, have the eye and the training and the skill set to do that. And we are gifted and we want to share our gifting with, you know, churches. It's not that we're better than anybody else or that our company is better than anybody else, but that we have the, the skill set that we want to be able to, to move God's kingdom forward with that. And so I'd say we, we also try to keep our eye on what are the latest trends um, but we also are aware of what are the traditional classy ways to present something um, because trends change. You know, we know things that are like, these are timeless pieces. These are, these are classics that won't change. Um, and then we also know how to push the envelope. So I don't know if that's getting to what you're looking for, but yeah. you can tell just like food, you can tell this is fine. This is outstanding. Um well sometimes, put. sometimes fine is okay, but if you can have outstanding, that's what that's what you'd prefer, probably. Well put, Rodney. You want to uh, chime in? Yeah. So I want to say, tap into your people at your church. They have more of an eye than you think they do. I I can't tell you how many times that I've designed a sermon graphic for my church, and then my pastor's wife tells me, "Hey, I like this," or "I don't like this," you know, and I I. I take a look back at it and I'm thinking, okay, I really like this at, at one point. And then I'm looking again and I'm like, okay, here's what I could have changed to make it better. Maybe the font was too small, maybe whatever it, it, it depends, but tap into your people. They know more than what you give them credit for. Yeah. Good. Jason, you want to speak to that at all? No, I, I would agree. I, I think one of the, the first places to, if you, if you're saying, Hey, how would we test drive? Uh, our, our visuals matter. I think it's social media and looking at the engagement that those those graphics have is a great litmus test to see like, hey, are we making an impact? Are we reaching people? And so um, social media is a great way just to kind of dip your toe into that. Yeah, I agree. I think that um, <clears throat> so I was a video guy at a church uh, for a while and I, I about maybe six months to nine months later, I started hearing feedback of of people in the community that would say, hey, for the last, I don't know what it is, but like for the last maybe six or eight months, the video has just increased. And that was a, a compliment that I received uh, well, but it was also like, okay, people are really noticing the fact that the church spent time and money to find a a professional to come in and, and do it. And people are noticing the impact that that video and, and graphics have the visuals have. And the same thing happened <coughs> with a designer that we hired, <coughs> excuse me, around the same time is the design and video lifted and people didn't know quite how to put their finger on it. You know, it, it's, um, you know, I'm a big movie buff. Um, and people dog on Christian movies a lot because of the quality of the production and that which they have some very valid points. You know, the production value or the the acting can, can sometimes be lacking where you're like, eh, I don't I don't know what they I don't know enough to know what to do different. But I know that that is kind of lackluster. So I think the same can be true in our world in that like. People might not be professional graphic designers or video producers, but they can really spot quality 
um, over something that's that's maybe uh, a la- either lacking or maybe doesn't make as much impact as it could. Um, all right, Angie, let's kind of wrap it up with this. Um, why are you so passionate? And and your passion has really come through uh, in the last few, uh, you know, in the in this interview, which is uh, I love hearing you guys' heart. Um, but but kind of share your passion and heart for helping churches and ministries with with great design. Where does it come from? Well, as someone that has always grown up and been a, a visual learner, that visual impact me. Um, I know that sometimes when I drive by a church and I see a banner and it has clip art on it, it's it just doesn't jump out to me as a place that I want to go. And there might be incredible stuff happening inside the building, but that visual really does matter. And so my whole heart is the visuals and the videos are not saving people. That's not the point but it's to break down a barrier that might be there, whether it's a a perception, a false perception or not, it breaks down that barrier to maybe get someone to come into a church of like, okay, that's, it's not cheesy. It's, that doesn't mean it needs to be smoke and flashing lights, but something that's quality that, that people kind of expect these days. Design is king. And so to have to have that that first barrier broken down to say, okay, well, this place probably isn't cheesy. I guess I'll check it out. That that alone is a win to me because that is the next step for them, hopefully, to encounter Christ. And so that that's really my passion is I love design, but design's not going to save you. My hope is that it will hopefully attract someone enough to step into a door of a church or have a conversation uh, with a Christ follower that will lead to those crucial conversations. Great. Great. Rodney, what about you, man? Well, for me, I just have a, a real genuine love for the church. You know, I, I, I grew up in the church and then I fell away for a long time. Um, and then within the last 10 years, actually just about 10 years ago, uh, came back into the church. And ever since then, I've had this passion to, pursue God and to make the gospel as pretty as it can be so that somebody else would be enticed to, to get what I have. So, um, couple that with my, my skills in, in creativity. I've always been a creative person, um, whether it be through music or drawing, uh, graphic design, whatever it may be. I want to present my skills to the church and use them for the kingdom of God. Um, and that's just a, a, a match made in heaven. So, yeah. All right. Jason Landis here. Um, for me, visuals tell stories and the church is, is in the business of telling the greatest story. And so if we can help churches tell that story, that, that's like Ronnie saying, that's a win-win, like using, using the gifts that God's given us to help tell that story. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for for your heart and passion for the church. Um, and I want folks to know that, that like our our heartbeat is to serve ministry leaders. It's not just, you know, designed just to look great. Uh, it's to help you communicate the gospel. Uh, and so we want you to know that. Um, but uh, Angie, Rodney, Jason, thank you guys so much for your time today. Thank you for all that you do for the team 
And uh, mainly, uh, thank you for your heart for Jesus and, and serving ministry leaders. Really appreciate your time today, guys. Hey, ministry leader, Steve Dirks here on the Church Visuals team. I just wanted to drop a line here and let you know that you are doing a great job in your church and in your ministry. It's a joy to be partnered with you as you communicate the message of the gospel, the hope of the world to the people in your context. I just want to encourage you that uh, from a passage, just real quick, uh, in this season and whatever season you may be in, hopefully this will be encouraging to you as it was to me recently. Galatians 6, 9 says, let us not become tired of doing good. For if we do not give up, the time will come when we will reap a harvest. And I think two things really just encourage me here. One, uh, the fact that we will get tired in ministry and we can get tired in ministry and the call is to continue to press in and continue to press into the strength of Jesus being faithful to our call, to our mission, because the harvest is real and God is asking us to continue to press into what he's called us to do. And then two, uh, the time will come when we will reap a harvest. And we don't know when that harvest will be. We don't know what that looks like. He hasn't given us that roadmap, but he calls us to continue to press in, to not give up because the harvest is coming. And so I'm praying for you in your church, where you find yourself as you're watching this, we're here for you. If myself or anyone on our team could serve you, whether it's being an ear to listen to and talk about your, your context and how we could serve you, or if it's just having someone come alongside and carry weight with you, we would love to be a partner with you in your ministry. We're praying for you. We're praying as you continue to communicate the message of the gospel visually, that God would empower you as you communicate that gospel to be effective and that God would continue to bless your ministry. Hey, ministry leader, here's your church visuals tip of the week. Use ready-made graphics to save your church time and money. You can use ready-made graphics with pre-made text already on them, or you can easily edit them for your context. And we have over 30,000 pieces of media content in our library that you can choose from. Uh, a lot of uh, those graphics have pre-text on it. There's a lot of great producers in the market now, uh, not just us, but uh, you can choose ready-made graphics from anyone and, and bring it down. Uh, but if you wanna use ours, it's all at churchvisuals.com. Uh, if you want to purchase some of our ready-made library, both a la carte or by subscription, if that can be a solution for your church. If you want to reach the people that you want to reach for Jesus, your visuals matter. I'll see you next week. Your Visuals Matter has been a podcast presentation of Church Visuals. Executive produced by Carl Barnhill. Edited by A.J. Schubert. Title and show graphics by Angie Lomas. For more resources to help you visually communicate the gospel, visit churchvisuals.com.